Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Thursday, October 20th, 2022. Stand up for your country. So we're going to have a little history lesson. I'm going back in a time machine to when I was in the classroom in the early 1970s in Opelika, Florida, a slum of Miami. I'm sorry if you're an Opelika resident, but it's a slum. Um, One of the most fascinating things I've ever done in my life. Uh, was to teach history to kids who really didn't have any interest in history. Um, But we made it come alive, and I'm going to try to do that now. But there is a serious undertone to this, because I believe that Joe Biden is hurting every single American. Everyone, all 330 million of us being hurt by this current president. Now, he has no idea, because he's delusional, as we, I think, have proven beyond any reasonable doubt. So a lot of us don't know how we're being hurt by him. And the good news is that in November, uh, he's going to be neutered completely, and we'll get into that. Um, But right now, it's bad here, much worse than you think. And it's because families are uh, losing a tremendous amount of economic power. And if you don't have any money in America, you're in trouble. So that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So Biden's been in office 21 months, and there has not been one thing that I can find that I looked that he's improved in our country. Nothing. Okay, so he took over. Inflation was uh, 1.3 percent and is now approaching 9 percent. I mean, that's a disaster. And every one of us are subject to those higher prices, of course. Now, um, if my prediction is true and the Republicans win the House and the Senate, uh, but even if they just win the House, then that will paralyze Joe Biden's next two years in office. He won't get any legislation passed at all unless there's a miracle conversion and he starts seeing uh, the country uh, in a problem-solving way, which, of course, he isn't. So um, it's over for Biden come November 8th. Now, it takes um, about a month and a half to transition from the old Congress to the new Congress. But by the end of January next year, you know, 
Biden is just going to sit there. He only sits there now. So, but, you know, nothing is going to get done, passed, or anything like that. So you say, well, he'll veto all Republican legislation. Yeah, he will. He will. But at least the country will see, hopefully, the Republican problem-solving abilities, if there are any. I mean, this Republican Party is not an actual, uh, I mean, they're dubious. Word of the day, dubious. But maybe they have something. We'll see, right? And Biden can also issue executive orders, but the game now is the second he signs it, there's a federal lawsuit. And the federal courts are not friendly to Joe Biden anymore. They're not. They know what's happening here in America. So let's get to the history part. Uh, Right now, in my opinion, Joe Biden is the second worst president ever to serve in 21 months in office. The second worst. The first worst was our pal James Buchanan, uh, the nation's first gay president. There's Jimmy. Pennsylvanian. Um, he 15th president of the United States. Um, before that, he was secretary of state. He preceded, he was preceded by Franklin Pierce, another awful president. And then Lincoln came in after Buchanan was booted out of there in four years because he, he was so terrible. Why was he terrible? Okay. If you read Killing Lincoln, and I hope you do, that's the first killing book. The nation was fracturing long before the Civil War broke out. It it was fracturing way back into Andrew Jackson days in the 1820s, 30 years. It was fracturing because people in the North didn't believe in slavery, and it was a manufacturing um, economy. So New England, New York, Pennsylvania didn't believe in slavery and didn't need slavery because they were manufacturing things in plants. The South was an agrarian economy. They grew things. And the more money they made, okay, the more slaves they wanted because slaves were free labor. Free. And some of the slave owners were brutal. The slaves had no rights. They could be beaten. They could be murdered. Nobody's going to do anything about it. So the people in the North said, this is an abomination, particularly if you were a Christian. All right. You can't can't do this. But the South was dominated by the big plantation owners. It wasn't so much the regular Southerners. They didn't have slaves. They couldn't afford them. I mean, slaves were expensive. If you go to Charleston today, you can see the slave market. I mean, you had to have a lot of money to get a slave. And... uh, the slavery up the profits of tobacco, cotton, whatever was being grown in the South because you didn't have to pay labor. So anyway, the South dug in, the plantation owners who controlled the states dug in with the help of villains like John Calhoun, these kinds of people. Uh, and they said, hey, you want to do away with slavery? You do away with us. We, we don't want to be a part of America anymore. Now, that movement as I said, that was in play uh, in the 1820s. And Jackson wouldn't even know Jackson was a Southerner. Andrew Jackson, he didn't have any, he had any patience for that. So you get out of line, Jackson sent federal troops in and put you right back in line. But under Buchanan and Pierce before him, the 
Southerners started to raid Union depots and steal weapons and, and openly defy the government in Washington. And this went on for 10 years, but it reached a crescendo when Buchanan took office in 1857. And Buchanan just sat there because he wasn't really an abolitionist. He didn't care about slavery. He's from Lancaster, Pennsylvania, um, a free state. But, you know, to him, I mean, he had other things on his mind. Put his picture book up there. He was what they called back then a dandy. Okay? Never married. Uh, had a relationship with a uh, Alabama senator. Along. And they lived together, these guys. His niece ran a White House. And this guy was just, I mean, it was nothing good about him. And I'm not talking about his private life. I'm thinking, I mean, he just couldn't govern. He just couldn't. So when he got booted out and Abraham Lincoln came in, Lincoln, a hell of a mess. All right? And it was just months before Fort Sumter and the Civil War started. So nobody's ever going to top Buchanan as worst president ever. Second worst president was a guy who took over for Abraham Lincoln after Lincoln was assassinated, which is why killing Lincoln is so important if you want to understand this. So Andrew Johnson was former governor of Tennessee, an uneducated guy, uh, Taylor. He was a tailor, okay? Very slick politician, tells everybody what they want to hear. But after the Civil War was over, the federal government had to rebuild the South, and this guy booted it. He allowed all these horrible people to go down to the South and exploit not only blacks, but whites too. They called them copperheads, the Southern... Uh, people call them copperheads. The Northern came down. They just wiped them out fiscally and every other way, abused them. And Johnson just said, ah. So Johnson ultimately was impeached in the House and in the Senate trial survived by one vote. That's it. One vote. But he was awful. The third worst president was Herbert Hoover. Now, Hoover was the 31st president. He gets into office in 1929. And the stock market collapses. Not his fault. He didn't have anything to do with that. Okay, so it was uh, excess in the 1920s. It was uh, speculation. People were running wild, borrowing money. They'd, and then when it all went south, they couldn't pay the money back, and the banks failed, and you know what happened. But the federal government back then, in 1929, no safety nets. If you were starving in the street, you died. It's like Mexico now. Mexico didn't have any safety net. Why do you think all Mexicans want to come here? Okay? So you're in trouble in Mexico. That government's not going to help you. That was the way it was in the USA back then. So people got thrown out of their homes. They couldn't afford food. There were bread lines uh, in Brooklyn where my father lived. Uh, he used to tell me that, that outside his uh, um, row house where my grandparents lived and he lived with his brother and sister, People were lined up at the local Catholic church to get fed. They didn't have any money to buy food. And you might have heard of the term Hoovervilles. These were people who were just homeless people. And they were living anywhere they could live in shacks and shanties and, and all of that. Hoover sat there for two years and didn't do anything. He didn't mobilize anything. It just allowed the suffering to get worse and worse and worse and worse. And then Hoover would go, oh, I don't know. And then FDR, of course, was elected. And FDR brought in the New Deal, which was a system that some people don't like. 
of the government assistance. Almost everywhere, government creating jobs, uh, government doing this, government doing that. Okay, so just recap, Buchanan worst, Biden second, Andrew Johnson third, Herbert Hoover fourth. You could flip Herbert Hoover and Andrew Johnson. Hoover was bad. <laughs> it's like that. Okay, so wrapping up the talking points memo, why is Biden in this crew? Because Biden came in and created problems. Hoover didn't, didn't create the collapse of the stock market in 1929, the Great Depression. Biden created inflation by attacking the fossil fuel industry and then ordering trillions of dollars of money to be printed by the Treasury for his insane projects. Biden's infrastructure deal this, COVID deal that, we'll give this to you, this to that. Massive spending, way out of control. So the combination of attacking the American oil industry and coal industry and fracking industry, attacking them, creating uh, all kinds of regulations so they couldn't harvest the energy, right? And the printing of the money, which diminished the dollar is worth, okay, rocketed inflation. Biden did it alone. He did it. No Congress. They didn't vote for it. They voted for the stupid infrastructure bills, but it was way out of control till then. And that's the memo. Bill at BillOReilly.com. If you have comments, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Happy to hear them. And there were always there were other very bad presidents. Carter was really bad. Okay. And uh, I said Pierce was bad. Millard Fillmore. Uh, I mean, I think I think I can't prove it. I think Warren Harding's wife poisoned him. <laughs> I think so. I mean, these guys were really bad, but nobody knew because there wasn't any reportage. OK, let's get to this infrastructure law, because Biden goes to Pennsylvania today and talks about it in Pittsburgh, and then he goes up to try to help Fetterman in Philadelphia. Wouldn't you love to be uh, in a conversation with Biden and Fetterman? <laughs> Talk about not knowing what's going on. What? 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 Maybe Biden will get a tattoo when he's hanging out with Fetterman. Is that, I guess that's possible. Anyway, the infrastructure bill. So you remember $1.2 trillion bill. $1.2 trillion. So it's passed. By Congress, is Biden's thing. It's the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act passed November 15, 2021, less than a year ago. Okay, and it runs through uh, 22 to 26, four years. Okay, 1.2 trillion. So I asked my staff, and they're good. I said, give me, find out if there's anything in the infrastructure that's actually going on. Well, there is. We found four things, four things in a year. Okay. One, Boston Logan Airport Terminal E got $62 million to renovate. Terminal E, okay, I guess it needs to be renovated. Um, then in Tampa Bay, 12.6 to construct a new berth at the port. All right, these are underway somewhat. Then in Phoenix, the Rio Salado River, they're going to build a pedestrian and bicycle bridge <laughs> across it. I don't know why Arizona can't do that, but 
25 million federal dollars. And finally, this is the best. You live in New Hampshire, beautiful state. Love New Hampshire. And there's a town, Berlin, New Hampshire. And I've been there. It's a tiny town, but it's a nice town, right? So they get $20 million, Berlin, New Hampshire, to um, rehabilitate sidewalks and parking areas and install a snow-melting system in the downtown area. Downtown area is like two blocks. <laughs> okay, so if you're in New Hampshire and you're near Berlin, you, you, that's it. That's all we could find that's underway. After almost a year. Infrastructure bill. See, it's just, almost said a bad word, it's just garbage. It's all designed to say, oh, we're doing something. It's doing nothing. Nothing. Sergeant Schultz, remember Hogan's era? I see nothing. All right, Nancy Pelosi. Gotta love her, right? Gotta check in with Nancy at least once a week. Here's the latest Nancy Pelosi uh, thing. She was speaking to a, uh, I don't know, one of those uh, podcasts, Punchbowl. Quote, inflation's an issue, but it's global. It's global. What's the Republicans' plan? They ain't got nothing. Very good, Nancy. When you bring down unemployment, inflation goes up. So in any case, President Biden brought unemployment down, cut it in half. Inflation is here, but it's global. And it's not as bad as it is in some countries. Yeah, I guess Bangladesh, it's worse. I guess so. That's comforting, right? Okay, bringing unemployment down creates inflation, according to Nancy Pelosi. Total garbage. So Trump had a deal with COVID where everybody was laid off because the government stopped commerce. Okay? So when Trump left office, 6.7% unemployment in this country. Not because there weren't enough jobs. It was because of all the COVID stuff that people got paid money all right, for not working. COVID relief, whatever. So Trump left 1.3% inflation. 6.7% unemployment. But there was active, come on, work for us. Companies needed wor- workers in the recovering COVID environment. Okay, unemployment is now down to 3.5%. So under Biden in two years, it dropped 2%, which is a natural attrition because COVID is, has receded. And this is Pelosi. We... We cut unemployment, so inflation had to go up. It's total garbage. All right? But who knows? I mean, you know, the woman had no idea. Never has. Okay. That is the uh, political uh, landscape. I hope you enjoyed it. Let's go to a new poll. Siena College. Uh, it asks 792 registered voters. Among those who say democracy is under threat, Do you think each of the following is a major threat? Mainstream media, 59% of Americans think the mainstream media is a threat to our democracy. And they're right. Donald Trump, 47%. Joe Biden, 39%. Federal government, 32%. Supreme Court, 27%. Electoral College, 25%. There are the major threats to our democracy. Okay. Now, why is the media... A threat because we can't get the truth anymore. Why do you think that BillOReilly.com, 
the no spin news that you're watching and listening to right now is so successful. I mean, I don't have any corporation behind me. This is an independent news agency. It's because people know you come here, I'll tell you the truth. And I won't ignore big stories and I won't spin them. And I'll tell you what I think and why I think it. And we'll give you as many facts as possible. Well, you don't get that anymore in the network news or the cable news. You don't get it. And I'll, and I'll demonstrate this a little bit better uh, later on. So why is that a threat to our democracy? Because if, if the voters don't know what's happening, they can't make responsible decisions. They don't know. You know, and how is everybody going to gather all this information? What I told you on the infrastructure two minutes ago, you didn't know that. I'll say there's not, you know, there are hundreds of thousands of people watching and listening to us. I'll say there's not one who knew what I told you. How could you? How could you know? All right? Now, it's our job to find it, and we're trained to do that. But you don't know. Oh, yeah, Joe Biden, 1.2 trillion infrastructure. Everything is going to look so much better in this country. Garbage. The federal government sits on it because the bureaucracy is so grindingly horrible. It's hard to get anything done. Uh, migrant benefits. Now, this is a story that dominates on the Internet, social media. You know, I got to straighten it out. So the big thing is that uh, the United States government is giving undocumented migrants credit cards. That's all over social media. But that's not true. Okay, they're not giving them credit cards. They're giving them an app, all right, a smart link phone. It is an actual phone, but it only goes into an app where the undocumented uh, migrant can contact immigration and immigration can contact the migrant. It's not like you can access uh, the internet or my calls or anything like that. You can't. So that's what they get. Smart link app. But they get a lot of other stuff. This is a scandal. I can't even tell you. So you show up, you sneak across the border in El Paso, okay, which is totally overrun by undocumented migrants from all over. You get here. You're now inside the United States. Biden's not going to deport you. Everybody knows that, which is why there are 5 million foreign nationals here since he's been president. So you're here. So the Border Patrol knows you're here. Either you go up to them or they find you somehow. As soon as that happens, you are then classified for placement. It is known as the State Department's Reception and Placement Program. (laughs) Under Trump, it was remain in Mexico. They sent them right back to Mexico. Now, under Biden, it's the Reception and Placement Program. All right? And a resettlement agency, Catholic Charities, whatever it may be, Quakers, they sponsor you. And the government gives each migrant $2,275 cash. So $5 million, $2,275 cash for reception and placement. What's placement? That's sending people where they want to go. Okay. While they are waiting, 
to be sent wherever they want to go. They get hotel rooms, three meals a day at the hotel. They don't have to pay for it, okay? Um, Access to legal services, uh, transportation at the hotel, which means Uber, cab. They want to go out and go to the movies. That's picked up, okay? All dry cleaning and laundry picked up. We pay for it, all right? And other necessary services. So they're living free and getting all of this. And these are people who are in here illegally. While the government figures out how to get them where they want to go. And then when they do get them there, we pay for that. So whether it's a plane flight or a bus or a train, we pay. This is the program. Now, if you were a poor person in Honduras, would you not come here for all of this? Of course you would come here. And then you're in America. And they're not going to boot you out. You're here. So this is why it's so horrendous. This is why we we can't have this. You have to stop this. And the liberals and the progressives, they don't want to stop it. They want more people coming in. We went over the ACLU, how they're lying about asylum and how President Biden will be impeached, in my opinion, because he is not enforcing immigration law. If you want asylum, you've got to go to a port of entry. You can't just wander across the desert and run into a Border Patrol guy and go, yeah, I want asylum. You can't. Biden's allowing it. All right. I figure I'd give you a Hurricane Ian update. I know it's gone, but, you know, Florida, very important state, third uh, most populated state in the union now, California, Texas, Florida. So $1.4 billion, that's what that storm has cost the United States. Um, Florida pay, probably pay about $600 million of that, Fed's rest. 129 people at least dead, most drowning. Isn't that interesting? So uh, when that storm whipped across the uh, southwest portion of Florida, a lot of people didn't evacuate. Uh, you know, that always happens, and they drown. And then there were heart attacks and all of that stemmed from a, uh, that kind of thing. So 129 people dead, um, $1.4 billion. And Lee County, Martin County uh, still have customers without power. Although Florida, I have to say, done a pretty good job in, uh, you know, getting essential services back online. The cleanup is going to be for a year. It's going to take a year to clean it up. Uh, but that's why uh, DeSant is going to win by a landslide. And Rubio will win. Uh, all the Republicans will win across the board because Ian, they handled Ian. And that's what's going to happen down there. All right, let's go over to England. Uh, now, look, I don't pay attention to British politics. I know what's going on over there, but I don't, you know, I'm not particularly interested in it. The society in England is a semi-socialist society. They have socialized medicine. And most of the people don't have anything. They tax you up to here. And I'd say 80% of the British population, they're dependent on the government. So uh, the new uh, prime minister, who's no longer prime minister, Liz Truss, she comes in and says, look, I want to do a big, aggressive economic campaign and I'm going to lower the tax rate, which is 45 percent on high income earners in England. Well, everybody goes berserk. Okay, they go crazy. And uh, she said, I'm going to cap energy bills artificially 
uh, so that you don't pay more than this at the pump. Well, can't do that because the government's got to pick up that tab and the government doesn't have the money. So she's out. 45 days. She's out. Now, there is no truth to the rumor that Meghan Markle will take over as British prime minister. But, you know, anything can happen over there. Now, the reason this is happening is because England is way, way different than the United States. It's, it's a very restrictive society. You take a test when you're 16, and if you don't do well on a test, you don't go to college. Because there are very few private colleges in England, and they cost a fortune, and the people working in the uh, factories can't afford it. The kids who do pass the test go free. So it's a class-driven thing. And whenever you say, oh, we're going to give the upper class anything, the people go nuts. And that was a mistake that Liz Truss made. Okay, shock and awe. That's my new weekly program on VidGo. V as in Victor, I-D-G-O.com. So VidGo is a streaming service. We have partnered up with them. They will cut your cable bill down. All we say is go take a look at, uh, at VidGo.com bill at their services. If it works for you, sign up. If you sign up, you get my weekly program, Shock and Awe, as part of the package. Okay, that's the deal we have with them. So this week, it's has liberalism gone off the rails? That's the topic of the program. One guest, a guy named Jan Wenner. You know who he is? He's the founder of Rolling Stone magazine. Jan Wenner, big liberal guy from the early 60s, carried through all the way to today. And he's still a hardcore liberal. I debate him on this week's Shock and Awe. Here's a clip. On this week's episode of Shock and Awe. But let's take San Francisco, a town you know very well. That's where yeah. Rolling Stone magazine started. Mm-hmm. That yeah. town has been destroyed by progressive policies because there are so many drug-addicted people now on the streets doing whatever they want to do. I right. was just out there last week. What I saw is it's unpleasant to walk around some neighborhoods. Is it dangerous? No. The idea of giving people who are drug addicted or, or, or in need of or hungry shelter and some level of compassion, some level of comfort, I think that's a noble. It hasn't okay. created any anarchy in San Francisco. But what is compassionate about allowing a person to destroy him or herself and infringing on the rights of all the people who live in San Francisco. What is compassionate about that? I don't feel that drug addiction is infringing on my rights. Okay. So it is a pretty rock'em sock'em situation. Shock and awe, vidgo.com slash bill. Check it out. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Smart life. So this is some bad news. Uh, COVID is resurging in Europe. That means it'll come here. Flights all over the place from Europe to the USA. But the COVID now that is coming back isn't as virulent, word of the day, virulent, harmful as the previous COVID. So uh, there are currently in Europe 230,000 cases a day. A third of European countries are seeing COVID rise. And New York City is seeing a little bit of rise, too. Um, Here's how I am handling this. And this is why this is in the Smart Life segment. I don't shake hands anymore. This book. And I explain. Not that I'm insulting anybody. It's just that I can't wash my hands or carry around Purell every second. So a nice little fist bump. Now, when you give a fist bump, don't punch the person. Don't do that because some people do that. Just put the fist up, a little light bump. That's it. That's number one. Number two, I don't go into crowds of strangers. Okay? No. Particularly inside. So there was a Metallica concert at the UBS Arena last night. And a bunch of my friends went. And they said, number one, I wouldn't be quite dead at a Metallica concert. Not that they're bad. It's not my thing. I'm R&B. I'm Luther Vandross. I'm not Metallica. Okay. But I wouldn't have gone anyway. The 20,000 people jammed into this arena. That's a COVID breeding ground. So no Metallica. All right. And if I go to a game, uh, I'm make sure that I've got a lot of space. Now, I'm lucky because I can do that. But if you're outside, the risk is less. But if you're inside, no. And the third thing is the vaccine. I don't know whether you've noticed or not. There's a new vac shot available. But where's Anthony Fauci? Nowhere. He's not around. Where's CDC president? I don't see him. Where's Biden? So what is this? I got four vaxes in me. I have not turned into a werewolf, not yet. Although when the full moon comes up, I, but not yet. All right. Um, but I'm not taking this fifth shot because they're not telling me how long it lasts or, or I got four. All right. If you explain it to me and back it up with scientific data, CDC, I'll consider it. But I'm not running down there getting a fifth shot when you're not saying blank about it. So there it is. got to protect yourself and be smart about it. And that dopey mask, I mean, <clears throat> oh, I don't even know if that protects you. I think it does a little bit, but I'm not sure. This day in history, October 20th, 1947, 75 years ago, the House... Un-American Activities Committee opens hearings into communists in Hollywood. This was huge. Ronald Reagan deeply involved with this. Okay. So, background. 
There's Gary Cooper. Remember him? High noon. He was testifying. A bunch of other actors uh, were testifying about who they knew in showbiz who were communists. And there were people. There were communists. Now, why, why did the House committee do this? Because the Soviet Union was run a wild in 1947 in Europe. They were taking over all these countries. And they had the bomb. They had the atom bomb. They got it from the Rosenbergs, American citizens. Okay? And so there was hysteria in the USA about communists. Horrible. And so there was a big investigation by the House Un-American Activities Committee. That was the blacklist. Okay? Now, we have a blacklist now, a woke blacklist. Exactly the same thing. There's no difference. And that's run by the progressive left in Hollywood. But anyway, back to uh, 1947. Here are some of the names on the blacklist. Charlie Chaplin. Leo Penn. He's Sean Penn's father. He's a screenwriter. Orson Welles. Burgess Meredith. He was a Mick in the Rocky series. Lena Horne. Arthur Miller, married to Marilyn Monroe. Pete Seeger, the folk singer. Gypsy Rose Lee, the stripper. <laughs> was Gypsy a communist? She did attend meetings of the Communist United Front. Judy Holliday, actress-singer. Lloyd Bridges, remember him? Lloyd Bridges, Sea Hunt. His sons are actors, Jeff and Bo Bridges. He was briefly blacklisted, okay? Because he was once a member of the Communist Party. He dumped it, but... That didn't save you. And Dashiell Hammett was an official member of the American Communist Party, a writer. So it was hysterical, and it lasted about eight years. And McCarthy came in and all of that. That was bad. But we have it now. Progressive left. Thank you. Stay in history, 75 years ago. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we'll be back with some mail and a final thought. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, let's get to the mail. Uh, we got Jeff Rayer in Hudson, Ohio. During the Trump administration, the United States was energy independent. Cost of energy much lower. Is there anything that can be done about the buy-in energy policies of Republicans win the House and Senate? Yeah, there's some stuff that can be done. You know, there's legislation that can be passed. Biden probably veto it. But, you know, Republicans are going to have to get aggressive. Will anything change quickly? No. But the country will see who's obstructing. David Zebley, Long, South Carolina. 
Is it unrealistic to believe if Congress goes to Republicans, will they be able to force the president to open up the pipeline? No. Congress cannot overturn executive orders. That only can happen in the courts. Deborah Gray, Jacksonville, Florida. Joe Biden has a long history of lying, but in recent months, there might be something different. One of the symptoms of dementia is confabulation or false memories. You know, that's an interesting point. Confabulation. People remember things, but they're not remembering what really happened. That goes under the category of delusional, where Joe Biden is, unfortunately. James Concierge member, direct access to me. Thank you, James. The interview with Joe Biden at the ice cream shop saying the economy is strong as hell assures we the people he is only saying what he's told to say. I disagree a little bit. I think that Biden says what he wants to believe. That's all. I'm not doubting somebody told him that, but says what he wants. Stephen Spitwick, Wanton, New York. Hey, Bill. It's October 19th at the Delta Terminal, JFK. My flight, 7.38 a.m. Delayed to 9. Now 9.30. Reason? No pilot. Getting hosed like you always talk about. <laughs> Try not to fly if you don't. You know, that train may be slow, but... Sean Linfoot, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Just finished reading Killing Kennedy and was wondering what position is about the declassification of Kennedy documents. I'd like to see him. I'm not a, you know, I think if you read Killing Kennedy, you know what happened, but I'd like to see the documents. Yep, no doubt about it. Um, Paul Purpura, Roseland, Virginia. I reduced my intake to refined sugar several years ago. I knew, now use only raw honey. That's good, as a sweetener. And uh, I strongly believe it has helped me keep me healthy. Look. The less sugar you can consume, the stronger you will be. Word of the day, do not be a doofus. D-O-O-F-U-S. Back with a final thought in a moment. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before, and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Okay, final thought of the day is me and Kanye West. You may have noticed I didn't cover uh, Kanye West because I don't really care. And I was on uh, Newsmax last night uh, with Eric Bowling, and here's how it went down. Go. I don't think Kanye West is a major news player in this country. Um, I, I have no interest in him. If he did say bad about Jewish Americans or Jewish people in general, that's terrible. 
Um, if he said bad things about Jewish people on my program, I would have edited them out as well. But I would have told the audience. See, I would have said, look, right. uh, I probably wouldn't have run the interview. I would have said, look, we right. had an interview with Mr. West, and, and he said anti-Semitic things, so I'm not going to run it. But I just want you to know the reason I'm not going to run it is this. But again, I wouldn't have interviewed him anyway. I don't care whether he's conservative, libertarian, um, socialist, Bernie Sanders' best friend. The, the man does not have the credibility, in my opinion, to take up time on a news program when we have a country that's falling apart. Bowling? Come on. Yeah, but Bill, here's a, here's a billionaire, a, an idol, a music idol. He's African-American, and all of a sudden he says woke culture is ruining the country and push back, it pushes back against Democrats. I think there are a lot of conservatives who say, well, let's get this guy on. You know, he's on our side. Someone who they thought was on their side, he's on our side. It's typical you know, media warfare. Here's the, here's the mistake that everybody in cable news is making. Who cares if Kanye West is saying bad things about woke leftists? The people who care are conservative people, not the general public. It's not an important issue for your life. It's not analyzing why Joe Biden lives in a delusional state and every day harms every single working American. This is an entertainer bowling. This is a man who makes his living marketing himself. And that's why I didn't cover it, because it doesn't matter, and we have serious things to do here. And we don't cater to any ideology, because that's not our job. Our job is to watch them all and deliver to you the best information we can possibly get. And I hope you feel that way. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Thanks for watching and listening to the No Spin News. New column Sunday noon. See you on Monday.